Hello and you are very welcome back to Series 4 of The Public Eye, a six-part series of podcasts brought to you by Granite Exchange. I'm your host, Sarah Travers, and throughout this series, uh, it's a joy, really. I get to speak with local entrepreneurs and business owners to learn more about how the companies have come to be, to gain insight into their growth, and find out how they continue to innovate. So wherever you get your podcasts from, remember to keep an eye out for new episodes and subscribe to stay up to date. Well, today's guest, I am joined by Jason Foodie, General Manager of Kalevi Castle Estate. Okay, so a little bit of background first on Kalevi Castle Estate before we get into the interview proper. So for those of you who don't know, and I am yet to visit, and I believe it is fabulous, but Kalevi Castle is at the foot of Sleeve Gullion in County Armagh, is a beacon of hope for Northern Ireland's hospitality and tourism industry. Opened in April 2019, it didn't even get to experience a full year's trading before the COVID-19 pandemic forced it to close and then of course we have had lockdowns but since opening it has gone from strength to strength won numerous awards and brought thousands of tourists to the area and will do hopefully again this is all down to the owners County Armagh born entrepreneur Mick Boyle and his wife Robin and their fantastic team at the 45 bed boutique luxury hotel near Newry. Oh my goodness, do we all need a break away at this stage. The castle that is a grade A listed historical building dating back to 1836. It was lying derelict for more than a decade before being restored to its former former glory with a £12 million investment, creating a luxurious and relaxing retreat on the edge of Sleeve Gullion. So, uh, Jason, oh my goodness, what a year you've had. And at the time that we are talking, you are just about to reopen. <laughs> How do you feel? Yes, re- about to reopen yes again, yet again. So, very excited. I'm going to be very, very busy. You are going to be extremely busy and uh, not a great start for you, I suppose. But you had had, you know, thousands come to visit already before uh, lockdown. Let's go right back to the fantastic project Mm -hmm. that is Khalifi Castle. And you were involved right at the start. So you are the general manager, but actually you're so much more than that. You were involved right at the construction stage. Tell me about that. So I suppose I came on board with um, with Mick and Robin, who were the were the owners back in in June 2018. So nearly a full year before we actually opened uh, in, at the end of April of 2019, the following year. Uh, so that was a very exciting part, and that's the thing I really love about um, putting your own stamp onto hospitality. So I was involved in everything from uh, changing and, and knocking walls and restructuring and reorganizing a little bit. Then eventually we had to stop all the the knocking and rebuilding, and then actually start the the interior fit out and all of the procurement and the development um, and I was responsible for all that so management of all the for that budget um, and then the marketing the brand uh, creating our brand ethos and um, our brand guidelines and then I suppose trying to drum up business for us so they actually had something in the books that we were opening to that gave a bit of peace of mind to to the orders or to the beg that something was going to be coming in the door uh, and then the biggest part that I like, I suppose, recruiting the team that is ultimately going to be helping and supporting you in, in the development of a, a product that I'm, I'm, I'm truly proud of. And so, so after that period was moving then into the general management role, the day-to-day operations of the business. 
Yeah. And uh, Mick Boyle and his wife Robin, uh, many people in in this area mm-hmm. will know all about the Boyle family. Yes. But uh, they live in Australia. They live in Australia. So Mick and Robin uh, both live in uh, live in Sydney. Uh, so Mick emigrated from here when he was uh, just the age of four uh, with his parents uh, and, and uh, his his younger brothers and sisters. Um, and always had a strong connection to the area and still does. So uh, lots of cousins, lots of aunts and uncles around the place. So some people come walking in the door, we're a cousin, we're an aunt, we're an uncle. So uh, yeah, so I think that was the part of the reason he took a bit of a blow in as well. was like, okay, that's the, uh, you, you, you could deal with the, uh, the cousins and the aunts and the uncles. Uh, so, and where's uh, your accent from? Mayo Man originally. So uh-huh. born in just outside Bellona, um on a dairy farm. So uh, I suppose, uh, but always working in hospitality. So I've been in hospitality really since. Uh, the age of 16 really um, even while I was in college and, and, and training up and going into college um, so uh, hospitality has always been in my in my in my blood um, yeah. so the dairy farming wasn't for you the dairy farming wasn't for me although I did do a, an element of that um, you had to I'm sure had to growing up um, my fa- parents would have uh, would be quite um, forward thinking if you want to call it from the from the dairy point of view so we would um, even uh, exhibit animals and uh, represented Ireland at one stage in stock fishing in the Royal Show in Stone, La- Sto- in Stone Lane, England. So Excuse me, really? Yeah, so I'm a bit of a... <laughs> it was I'm the a attention farmer. to detail, It's the attention though. to detail, exactly. Yes, yes. you weren't yeah. just taking no. yeah. any cow to market, so no, to speak, no. or to the show. Um, <laughs> but Mick and, and Robin, they didn't just take a punt on you. I mean, it was your experience in hospitality yeah. that they, yep. they knew you were the right man for the yeah. job. There was a lot of people in for the job, and I think we just had... Um, I had a great connection with them, I think, from, from day one, just so that there were people that you could trust and you really wanted to work with. Uh, and I hope that they saw that um, towards me. Um, because it's a big commitment from two people working or living the other side of the world um, to hand something over to some degree to, to somebody that is realistically uh, at 24 hours in the plane if something happened. Um, so there was a huge trust element to that, and, and, and I'm very appreciative of that. Um, and uh, yeah, so it was a, it was a big commitment for them. Uh, so tell so me th- about your um, career progression yeah. then to the to so, so I suppose started off in the in the hospitality sector when I was when I was sixteen, as I say. Uh, my aunt and uncle owned a, quite a large uh, bed and breakfast, if you want to call it an hour drown in Donegal. So they had they had. Uh, uh, just under 14 bedrooms, and I used to do that every summer, um, and uh, then moved into the hospitality side of things and studied a, a degree in hospitality management at Carl Brewer Street in Dublin, uh, and a Bachelor of Science degree um, with uh, Trinity College Dublin. Um, and then after that, uh, moved into o- operational um, management into roles, uh, studied, uh, worked abroad a little bit for in, in the States, and then came back, and uh, I suppose I've been 19 years really now in, in, in management roles, or, or as GM in hotels, and I suppose fell into opening hotels, yes, just purely by accident. Wow. Yeah, so this would be my sixth hotel opening, uh, and that's taking them to market and launching. Um, some uh, might be six or nine months before actually opening, and some a little bit longer. Um, and I also own my own business for, for a period of, period of time as well. So it's always been in hospitality. And, and then for a period of time, I did do and managed um, an English language school and a higher education school, whereby we welcomed 
upwards of 3,000 students to study English. Um, so that could be coming from Japan, South Korea, um, Spain, Portugal, France, or Italy, and they'd be studying anything from a week or to a year. Okay. But we housed and catered for them um, in host families or apartments that we also man- that I also managed in Galway. So yeah, goodness me, and 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 how did you? How did I mean? That seems so different to hospitality, but perhaps it was the hospitality industry yeah. introduced you to the need. To the need, yeah. And and look, I always people said to me, "How did you end up, let's say, managing a language school and managing lecturers and people with mm-hmm. doctorates and uh, and uh, teaching English?" But I always just say it was bums and seats rather than bums and beds. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a different way of doing uh, a different type of hospitality, but it was always um, uh, customer focused and uh, something that I have a passion for. Well, you obviously have a passion for, for running businesses and, you know, that's why I suppose the owners took you on and to undertake such a massive project like this. First of all, um, was there some sense of trepidation or was all, did you jump in with both feet? Um, no, jumped in head first. Head first. Yeah, head first <laughs> and, 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 and the feed followed. Uh, no, I knew uh, f- from, I had th- three quite intensive interviews with, uh, f- with, with, with Mick and Roman and you do get a true sense and feeling from person when you're, when you're having conversations with them and I knew that we would, um, uh, they're naturally very strong business people, entrepreneurs in their own way, but I knew they would say it as it was um, and that's very important to me. There's no point in holding things back. Um, so I got a, a great sense and a vibe from them and that's and that has carried through to this day. Um, so yeah, no, I jumped into it and the and the the way our estate is is laid out with a castle and a pavilion very much separate to the operational aspect of the hotel. Um, it's very unique and very, very different. Um, and also the sustainable um, aspect to the business as well, whereby we have a 350 acre farm as well that we operate. Oh. So that's, that, uh, that is unique. Um, so we're not, people go on about spa destinations. We're really a food and spa destination. Right. So the growing of all our own produce um, from our own animals to our own fruit, to our own veg, uh, no single use products. So for example, if our nettles are used to make nettle soup. Our heather is used to make uh, heather tea. Um, the seaweed that our that our seafood might be delivered in that's just not used for for the delivery, let's say, of the, of the lobster. It's used as decoration on the plate, and then we use it in the gardens to keep the slugs off the vegetables. So, everything is not everything mustn't have as as much as possible no single use, and that and that is that is hugely appealing because especially now coming out of post COVID, people want that sustainable aspect to business, and you know that that excites. Yeah, that gives you know that gives great uh, a great buzz to everybody uh, for myself and all the staff. And with the the stop start of the whole lockdown mm. situation, I mean, not ideal at all. Yeah. But did it give you more time to work on this side of the business? It did. Yes, I suppose every time we we, we closed down uh, or mandated to close, it gave us opportunities to make things better. Um, so. Uh, I suppose we're now coming into, what are we coming into, the fourth or the fifth, you nearly lose count at this stage of, of how many times we've opened and closed. But each time you, t- you learn from the things that didn't go right the first time uh, to make things better, uh, not just for the customer, but for the staff members as well, uh, and, and to see where our niches lie. Um, and coming out of COVID, uh, I think we will be very well positioned uh, where we've wide open spaces, uh, the ability really to connect with family, to connect with nature. Uh, our motto is get closer to what's important. And 
uh, as we develop, uh, as we get older, uh, things change. And so that could be um, getting closer to family, to, to nature, to uh, and, and each experience that you have will be different, whether you're coming to stay for a spa, coming to stay for a wedding, uh, coming to stay with your children. So everything everything varies within that. And it's, it's about trying to be able to offer that product and service that's different each time that you come and stay with us. And of course, the unique location that you have, yeah. perfect for staycationing on yeah. the island of Ireland. Yeah, totally. Uh, access to... Look, we're, we're, we're five minutes off the motorway, so 50, 55 minutes to Dublin, same to Belfast. And uh, But equally, that you have that proximity, but you are in a, you're in a different world. Uh, and, and that is, look, that, that's, that's second to none. That's amazing to have that, that access. Whenever we, we talk about marketing, we look at things like customer personas. Do you have an ideal customer? Um, Everybody is a customer. Uh, I suppose really the way the hotel, yes. the guest and, and the customer was, uh, the, the hotel was was built and uh, was, was orchestrated. Uh, it's, it's very much a retreat or a resort. So it's, it's more towards the, uh, the 25 to 55 market um, and then mainly the adult market. Uh, we are seeing a huge amount of, for example, uh, pregnancy. So couples that are pregnant and, and, and very unusual, but um, in our in our spa, is that you, a baby moon weekend or something? No, like yeah, it's it, it baby moon, but, but actually <laughs> couples just coming away recently Aww. pregnant, or um, yeah, and a, a huge amount. Of we were we were awarded a romantic getaway, so it's it's places as well for, I suppose, uh, that you're reconnecting and having that quiet time around good food and good drink and being able to go out and have a have a walk or a stroll or take a bike or whatever and explore the estate. So it's 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 the escapism I suppose if you want to call it is our, is our customers oh, yeah. that sounds ideal and yeah. it just feels like such a long time <laughs> since I've had anything like this so I'm, I'm now going to get you to do the elevator pitch I suppose yes um not planning any more children but uh, yes a, a, a nice breakaway getting a, connecting mm-hmm. with nature take us there if we if we can't log in and look at the website right now and people are, are listening paint a picture with your words of the product and the estate yes um I think the the thing that that hones home for me is the, the minute you turn in at the gatehouse, so you turn in the drive, the sweeping drive with uh, such a variety of, of of native trees, the the rhododendrons, and then you're coming up and you're getting little snippets or snippets as you're driving up the driveway, getting glimpses of the hotel. Um, you'd see the longhorn cattle in the field and the baby lambs running around uh, around the field, and then you get the aspect of the castle, and then the of course the the majesty, I suppose, of Schlieve Gullion. Um, so so it's enchanting, uh, I suppose. Uh, and if you look at the imagery, even on our on our website, uh, the images uh, look they tell the story. Uh, we couldn't actually put uh, the story into words because the images actually tell tell it so much better. Uh, and it's a place that is so much different. The hotel is uh, designed in a way that it's about letting nature come in. So we have a huge amount of uh, of use of glass. Plus, that helps us from an energy point of view or, or from a conservation point of view. But it's about connecting with nature. All Juliet balconies, sliding doors, um, and can and, and huge amounts of spaces of uh, of glass in our in our restaurant, in our bar, in our courtyard that you're able to go out into outdoor spaces um, and and let yourself be inside and outside living in an Irish climate. Uh, so, uh, and, and then bringing that back that you see the, the lambs or, or the, and the, the cattle in, in the field, you can see the plants and everything growing and that's what ultimately what's put on your plate and that's the freshest of the freshest that you will get. Uh, and then the staff, um, the, I, I have a fabulous team around me and uh, uh, they're what make the hotel because other than that, we're just bricks and mortar. 
Well, I think you did a very good job there. Okay. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> um, wistfully uh, yearning to, to visit. Um, what is it like to essentially be king of the castle on a day-to-day basis? Um, is it a dream job? It's a dream job. I've never been happier uh, in this in this job. I suppose I, I turned 45 on, on Monday, so there's no right singing. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, it it takes time uh, to I suppose to to settle into place, but but the minute I started working uh, f- for for making Robin or for the for the hotel, I knew it was a place that I was going to to stay in. Um, if they if they let me, do you uh, live on the estate? No, so I used to travel from Letterkenny actually <gasps> from uh, for the first ho- um, year and a half, two years. I was traveling up and down every second day to, to Letterkenny, but uh, since November passed, and I've just moved to Warren Point, so I'm fully committed to the to the area and, and uh, bought a property now that we're going to hopefully going to do some bed and breakfast as well at home. Oh so my yeah, so right. definitely um, definitely here for the here for the long uh, the long run. This podcast is sponsored by Granite Legal Services, a niche business and immigration law practice located in the heart of Newry City. Granite Legal Services provides legal advice to both individuals and companies alike across a wide range of industries, from employment, commercial or corporate law matters to immigration law. Granite Legal Services focuses on providing legally sound, practical advice to its clients. To get in touch, visit www.granitelegalservices.co.uk or contact 028 3026 And what is it um, for you about this area? Because it, you know, it's very, very important mm-hmm. that you've got work-life balance totally, too, yeah. but y- yeah. you fall in love with it. The fall in love with it, um, fall in love with the people, and I suppose really it's that access to it as well. It's a, it's a long way from home, home, if you want to call it that for Mayo. It's three and a half, four hours from, from home, but a lot of family in Dublin, um, and equally a lot of friends in, in, in Belfast. So I suppose you, we still have that access, and, and Letterkenny still isn't that far away, and, and, and the car can nearly self-drive now t- <laughs> t- to sure. that point as well. But uh, no, really very much uh, like the the indoors, the outdoors. You can go for a walk on the beach, you can go for you go for a hike, you can you have the mountains, the myths and the legends, as they say. So it's having that uh, on your doorstep is is truly uh, romantic, if you want to call it that. Mm. Yeah. Now you did say that you've been involved in several startups of mm. hotels, but no itchy feet at the minute. Then I'm no itchy feet. No. At all. No. We've lo- we've big plans for the for the estate. Uh, so I suppose having something to always uh, look forward to, uh, even after let's say been clo- open for eleven months, lockdown opening, lock. But w- we have plans for the future. So even in the short term. Uh, we're, we're de- developing more estate walks and trails uh, and on those we're going to be putting our e-bikes and our mountain bikes both for, for adults and for kids and uh, our bees arrived uh, oh. two weeks ago for Bee. production of our own honey and then uh, we're developing uh, hopefully uh, a one acre uh, vegetable garden uh, which will match our heritage wall garden which is on the other side of the estate so we'll be able to grow all our own fruit, veg, herbs uh, and then we're, we're, we're producing or, or building a farm shed and that will be an interactive experience whereby all of our Longhorn cattle and all of our Cheviot lamb will actually be stored uh, in our farm shed but, but with viewing areas that the people can actually see, number one, how meat is hung, mm-hmm. how it's chilled, how it's frozen, how it's cured. Uh, and from that, then we'll be able to um, literally you're seeing your, your your side of beef hung from the 28 days or or how it's salted and how it's cured and how that how that ends up in the be- on the plate. From we'll field to fork. From field to fork. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's really important mm-hmm. to you. And 
I suppose, uh, everything as well that you can't do yourself, you, you want to source locally, and that's really important. Very, very important. That was um, not just from uh, from supplier's point of view now as, as an operational hotel, but equally when we, uh, in, in the build of the hotel. So all of our, all of our furniture, all of our um, items were, were as much as possible used from recycled elements where, where we could or from sustainable sources. Um, and then suppliers really... Dundalk, um, Drogheda, Newry, um, Belfast. There was no. If we didn't have to go abroad, that was that's that was the the ethos, the reduction really in the carbon footprint, and uh, that was the, that was and remains and will be a huge aspect to our business. It's that sustainable nature to it, and I suppose giving back to giving back to the community. So. Uh, the development that we, the long-term plan for the replanting of of Schlievgolian or of our aspect to it of making it a very large broadleaf forest and, and the planting of of, uh, of broadleaf trees is is a huge thing for us and the insertion of our mill wheel which will power the electricity for a hotel hopefully the solar power as well for for um, the hotel as well on the roof so um, yeah so it's not just Calivi Castle Estate it's actually um, looking at the hinterland yes. everything around yeah. and and you're a vital cog in that. Well, um, how do you think this little corner of the world, how do you think it will do as a tourist attraction going forward now post-COVID? No, I think it'll do very well. Um, we're, we're an undiscovered part of, part of, part of Northern Ireland and, and a part of our island, Ireland as a, as a whole. Uh, to some degree, uh, you can nearly, some people say you're too close to Dublin, too close to Belfast. You get the day tripper and they wouldn't actually overnight. So more and more businesses that actually come in, be that bars, restaurants, attractions, um, uh, creating that nucleus will make a place better to stay in. And, and uh, that that's exciting. Uh, so there's huge opportunity here for that. Um, so, uh, no, I think we will do exceptionally well. Uh, when we opened in July last year, uh, we did extremely well. Again, because we were well matched. Uh, people wanted to come away um, post-COVID or, or po- post that lockdown of, yes. uh, um, to uh, country destinations or country retreats rather than to the city hotels or to the city breaks. So, again, we were well positioned for that. Uh, and, again, when we open up now next week, we have we have four weddings just on the, on the first four days. Uh, and they are a lot of those are southern weddings moving north purely because of the restriction basis is a little bit different. Uh, and are these weddings that had been postponed already? Oh yeah, oh the, yeah. Po- the poor the brides poor and brides. grooms. Yeah. yeah, some of them we'd one couple that had to postpone six times. Oh. So yeah, so it does. Uh, but we had actually moved all of our, our May weddings. We didn't think we'd actually get opened in May. So we had done that about uh, two three months ago. Uh, so we did a number of viewings then. Uh, last weekend and the weekend before so these actual first four weddings are actually bookings that have only booked in the past two to three weeks so has that been a challenge i suppose dealing with terrible disappointment and ups and downs and then you know not wanting to or or a reduction in numbers a vast reduction in numbers and you know how do you, how how did you deal with that? That oh, was a real test of customer service. Service, yeah. So I suppose all of our couples that have have worked with us, and we have worked with them. And there's only one couple that has has I suppose m- moved their wedding from us, and they moved that to actually to, to they actually moved it to Norway, where they could have a wedding of, of the size they wanted. <laughs> that um, is but all of our other couples, I must admit, have been appreciative. We have we have moved bookings, no charges. We 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 accept the rates that they're on. There's uh, we we work with the restrictions that happen at that time and and and, and nobody is penalized either way uh, and we're as flexible as we can be uh, and, and that has worked that has worked to our benefit uh, as a new hotel too i suppose we had the 
we had the availability because yeah. we were yeah. a new product. Mm-hmm. We had the Fridays and the Saturdays available. Mm-hmm. Whereas now if somebody's coming to us, it's okay, it's a Tuesday or a Wednesday that you, you probably have. So there's there's ninety little over ninety weddings to fit in between now and the end of uh, at the end of December. Oh, so that's so, you know that's six six weddings a week in, in, in so four weeks balancing operations with the couple coming for their yeah. romantic stay yeah. versus let's keep them away from the big wedding party yeah. how does that work and that works very well yes. that's the way the estate is, is designed as i say because you have the castle so every wedding couple comes they must take the castle so the castle only has four oh. bedrooms in it so that gives you your private castle for yourselves oh, and perfect. for your parents or bridal party and then your pavilion to the rear of the castle just for for your for your wedding reception and then three to four hundred meters away from that through the servants tunnel or, or, or down the down the laneway then you hit the coach and the mill house which is now the hotel so we're very much able to do wedding guests very separate to um, hotel guests who are here for for spa or for food or just for pure relaxation you've thought of everything which yeah. is probably why even despite the pandemic you've had a lot of success since opening winning titles such as newcomer of the year castle hotel of the year and hotel of the year 2020 um i think we know the secret of the success but why do you think people love it so much what do they tell you um yeah we've been and it's uh, we've been the georgina camel award we were only open a number of a number of uh, a number of months at that stage when we got national newcomer of the year for, for the island of ireland um and I would have great respect for, for Jean. It's a totally, um, you don't know when, when, she, when she's coming to the building. And uh, oh, it was shopper. totally mystery. Oh, and okay. uh, uh, But I can't, we knew we had a good product. I suppose we were only open uh, eight weeks by the time we actually graded four-star hotels. So it was probably one of the fastest hotels to get graded in Northern Ireland. And we were only uh, two points off five-star, but we, we weren't aiming for five-star or four-star hotel. Um, but what makes the hotel, um, and people ask me, it's the staff. And if everyone looks at our TripAdvisor reviews or any of the reviews that uh, come across or any of the customers we speak to, it's the staff. So because other than that, as I said earlier, you're only bricks and mortar. The staff make the place and they have bought into it. Um, so uh, I've bought into Mick and Robin. They've hopefully bought into me. And then equally the staff have bought, I suppose, in, in, into me. And so it's an up, down and, yeah. and, and top down. And uh, that passion and... Uh, drive for the business and where we see ourselves going I think uh, customers see that in the staff well it sounds like you're going to be extremely busy um maybe it's not the best time to talk to you about relaxing and unwinding <laughs> and going on holiday because it sounds like you're not going to get a, a holiday anytime <laughs> soon but is it hard for you to switch off and um what do you look for then do you go to other hotels do you maybe miss yeah, your shop? yeah of do course you yeah. compare and critique and what mm-hmm top three things do you look for when you go away um when i go away it's it, it's normally look everyone likes a bit of sun so it's normally that that's that'll be the main drawing factor yeah. for me uh, especially from here especially yeah. from here yeah <laughs> and i have two teenage boys and, the, and they live in australia with my with my ex-wife so that's normally a trip to australia is it would be my with my my holiday but wow. when i'm going away it's uh, uh it, it will be the food and the drink offering would be would be part and parcel of it that uh access but but being able to switch off so know that i'm close enough to get to something but that i'm that i'm away at the same time um and then in a place that you don't feel uncomfortable so i would always you know you don't have to be seen how you're sitting and how you're yeah so it's 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 uh um 
comfortable surroundings with, with good staff. And I think that's what makes a place that I would keep going back to. Yes, where they leave you alone or they know they when know. to yeah. come. It's like the good yes. taxi man yes. that knows when to know. talk and knows not to talk. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, now, uh, it's been, a, it's been a, a joy talking to you, Jason. Um, but the purpose of this podcast is always to inspire, I suppose, existing business owners and those ambitious entrepreneurs or people with an idea out there, you know, and how they can grow their business by offering an insight into the success of such businesses as Kalevi Castle Estate. What advice would you give to people who have an idea or want to get into something or even into the line of work that you're in or your entrepreneurship? We've, we've seen that's very much part of who you are, but they're unsure as to whether or not they should take the risk or not. Mm-hmm. Um, well, somebody always gives said to me, uh, nobody ever plans to fail, but um, as long as you plan. Uh, so um, I suppose the advice that I would, would give would be research uh, and knowing what you want to be, uh, knowing your product and knowing your service, um, and trusting in yourself um, that you can deliver that. Uh, no entrepreneur, or no business person goes into something and if, if that is totally alien to them, uh, or if not, they don't have the support with them, and or that, 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 that they or they draw on that support to 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 ensure that they're able to come out the the, the other end in in the manner in which that they they wanted to enter it. Um, uh, so planning, um, knowing your end result, um, having the support, be that from family, friends, and finance. Uh, mm. uh, I've seen so many businesses that have tried to start up and they can never reach fulfillment or never reach the end because they've literally run out of the funds uh, to get there. Um, and doing the research, you know, for especially for places like ourselves and from the hospitality point of view, that you have the resources. And the main resource for us is staffing. So knowing that you have the people uh, and the expertise around you to, uh, to deliver what your, your ambition or your, your desire was. So. Jason Foodie, General Manager of Kalibi Castle Estate. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, folks, also for joining us uh, wherever you are and join me for the next episode coming up soon. This podcast was recorded in Granite Podcast Studio. Interested in starting up your own podcast but don't know how? Granite Podcast Studio can help. Record your podcast in our state-of-the-art studio, which is based in the heart of Newry City. Our studio has cutting-edge and user-friendly technology and can seat up to four people. We also provide an editing service for our team using your guidance and editing notes to provide you with a flawless finished product, leaving your listeners wanting more. For more information on how you can get started, visit www.granitepodcaststudio.com.